Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest HR Tech Chat video podcast. Today, we are recording from sunny Hollywood, Florida, where we are at the Hilton Diplomat. Uh, great backdrop. I was able to check out, check out the ocean yesterday. And um, we're at uh, iSolved Connect 2021, uh, iSolved's uh, annual conference. And I'm very pleased to have with us today, Lena Tonk, who is Vice President of Marketing for iSolved, and Amy Mosher, who is Chief People Officer for iSolved. Hello. 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 Thanks yeah. for having us. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> the pleasure's mine. Um, now, at 360 Insights, we... We spoke with you, you both uh, earlier this year, and we actually published a, um, a, uh, a case study around this. Um, it's a very interesting, very positive, uh, inspiring case study around iSolved's rebrand, uh, your, your, um, the technology that you use internally for your own uh, people management and this sort of stuff. <clears throat> so let's talk about that today. Um, and I guess, Lena, why don't we start with you? Uh, what are what were iSolved's goals in rebranding itself? Yeah, so th there were a few goals. I think when we speak of brand and when we first spoke uh, during a research, uh, we spoke about um, customer experience. We ourselves, but not letting our customers speak about us and how they felt about us um, and their experience uh, within the brand. So that was probably the first order of business to talk to our customers and find out and dig in into the brand and what it meant. During that uh, period, we discovered two other things uh, that not only our brand was a brand of brands, we all knew. So we we were ISO, but we were ISO HCM, but we were benefit services, but we were all kinds of brands. So a brand of brands. So that needed to go away and we needed to find that identity. Um, one thing that we did not uh, cover during our research is that um, actually the look of the brand was actually very important to us, incredibly important to us. So as you look at our industry, we all kind of look very similar at the time. So we wanted to pivot away from the industry. We wanted to look different. Um, we wanted to stand out uh, when we were all together. So. We selected our colors based on that. So within our industry, you probably didn't see any black and pink. Um, <laughs> and and it's been um, it's been a tremendous experience from the from the brand look perspective. I think it's been embraced in ways that I never expected to be embraced. Uh, but we definitely stand out, and that was uh, a very very important goal that we needed to achieve when we looked at our brand goals. Mm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, it definitely does pop. And, and, and you're right about that. You need to be able to stand out from the competition. And even just from a visual standpoint, before anyone even uh, checks you out further as a vendor, because they might not otherwise. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that, that visual aspect is, is so huge and, and, and very smart using pink, pink and black, because if it had just been pink, that might not have you know, what's the word? It might not have been enough contrast with the colors around it, wherever it appeared. And of course, it had, if it had just been black, that would have been kind of um, depressing. So, <laughs> so together, yeah. though, you really ensure that 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 popping aspect. So congratulations on that. No, I absolutely love it. Um, Thank you. I think the color selection definitely one of the things we achieved with that was strength within the brand, too. And we see it today after a year. We 
see the strength of the brand visually as well. Yeah, yeah. Amy, do you have anything to, to add around um, the, the, the branding, sort of the, um, um, what Lena was talking about? Well, when we decided to rebrand uh, the organization um, with the pink and black and the new ISOV logo, we also did some consolidation of our branding uh, for internal and external. And what it did, what bringing also the new brand into the consolidation of the naming convention of ISOV did for us internally was really bring us all together under one culture, you know, one, uh, it's the win is one concept really took shape for us uh, mm-hmm. as an organization um, internally and culturally as well. So we really took advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And we branded a lot of our initiatives internally from an HR perspective around that um, and around the same time as well, just to reinforce that rebranding um, that marketing was doing an amazing job of uh, externally and both externally and internally. Um, we bleed pink over here at iSolve now, uh, which is an incredibly enduring uh, phrase that we use. Uh, we really have come all together kind of a, as a, I think a result it really kicked off with that rebrand. Yeah. Uh, and it's been just a pleasure to see it happen uh, so organically um, around mm. the same time. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, Lena, just kind of uh, getting into some more specifics here. What, what, what impacts did the uh, global pandemic have on iSolve's rebranding plans? So um, we, we were just talking about this this morning on, you know, the, the pandemic, um, you know, has had some positive and negative um, impact on within the business, any business, any personal story. And I have to say for the brand itself, it's been a very positive uh, experience for us. I think the moment we started focusing on our customers and focusing on the experience, it was not just from our customers, some from out to in, but it was in and out too. So it was coming both ways. And I would say the pandemic allowed us to have that experience within the internal teams were living that. They were start they started embracing the brand. So our customers were talking about the brand. Well, now I want to be my meet my customers more. And I want to be more in contact with my customers. So I feel like the the experience that we speak of the brand was happening both ways. And it was a very positive impact for us. We we're seeing obviously the results today. We didn't see them immediately because the pandemic was happening, but within months we started seeing seeing, well, we're all talking about the pink, yes, colors and whatnot. But then we were talking about the experience mm-hmm. of us as employees of the company, of the customer. Mm. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And not to go back to that pink again, but but that was <laughs> that was so brilliant because it it just created buzz, you know. Yeah, and um, I have to say, obviously, we're at a at our uh, conference here, and there's a lot of pink going around. Uh, we have pink suits, we have pink <laughs> capes, uh, we have all the pink happening. But to my surprise, this is this has probably been a surprise that I did not expect. Um, we're seeing our customers show up in pink. <laughs> I love it, and because they want to create that statement. So I approached one of them this morning and he said, well, you know, I just figured that we all had to wear pink um, and things are going so well for me that I thought this was my way to give back to you. 
my God, like, <laughs> talk about a pink success. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I have to wear pink, right? It's almost like it's a, it's a requirement. I need to wear pink. That's, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, um, Amy. Um, so a little um, a little bunny told me um, that uh, that iSolve uses its own solution internally. Yeah. Um, drinking your own yeah that's admirable um how, how is that working for the company it's fantastic uh we've grown the business uh headcount our employees from uh, about 40 percent in the last year and yeah. the really honestly i mean perfectly honest when i say this of course you would hear, expect to hear this from me but really there's some some honesty here uh a lot of that 99 percent i'm going to say was due to better use of our own technology Wow. Right. And really taking advantage of this incredible platform that we have available to us on this. It's, it's just, it's an incredible layout, right? It's a, it's a smorgasbord of, of ability. And we've really taken advantage of that. Um, and our team is doing an outstanding job of building best practice, utilizing our own technology in every module. Um, and there aren't a lot of HR organizations out there, I think, that um, really focus on that. And, and, I, and, and I feel like that's something that they, they should be focusing on, really, like embrace the technology, let it do the work for you. Um, it'll ultimately make you, uh, you know, more successful as an HR professional. I, I'm a huge proponent, obvi obviously. We do believe you, though. <laughs> I believe you. I, I, I'm not surprised at all. You're, you know, there are not every HCM vendor, uh, technology vendor uses its own technology, which no, to no. me is, is kind of kind of uh, kind no. of crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's there's absolutely no way, Brett, that we could onboard 20 to 30 employees a week like we do today all <clears> across <throat> the country in 48 states. Yeah. without having the, uh, access and utilizing this platform at best practice. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a huge point. Um, and you, um, you you took the words right out of my mouth. I was about to say 40%, 40% growth in, in employee count. Incredible. Yeah, that, that's like a major selling point for any uh, vendor's uh, technology is that, you know, the ability to scale to um, to work for, workforce growth. I mean, that, yeah. that's a huge selling point all the time. So, so the fact that you guys are actually achieving that with your own system for your own growth, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, that's huge. That's, um, that's proof positive right there. I mean, you've <laughs> got a referenceable customer right here. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, Noted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you already know that. <laughs> and I, I should mention that the case. I should mention that the case study about this that um, that we published at 360 Insights is available for free download at our website. Um, uh, all we ask is for your uh, someone's email in response. Um, Amy, what other tools does iSolved use internally to facilitate you know, things like employee collaboration and op optimize things like uh, you know employee engagement? Well, we're utilizing iSolved Share and Perform. From an engagement platform perspective, we do all of our own engagement surveys in-house utilizing the platform, really provides us with um, an area where we can have our own intranet without having to um, manage a separate website. It's got all of our library of forms and other policies in, uh, contained. It's got a knowledge base within it. So if there's questions about HR practices or if there's questions about, you know, how to support a customer differently or better or a specific situation that's going on with a customer, you can 
post in Share and Perform. And not only can you search answers that have been, questions that have been answered previously, but you can say, hey, I couldn't find an answer to this. Does anybody know? And you've got, here, we have 1,300 employees now. You've got 1,300 employees at your disposal, right? They've all, they are all on Share and Perform every day. Um, so it really has been an incredible um, experience, especially as we've gone remote, which we did very, very well as an organization and continue to grow while we're all at home. Uh, and part of the reason for that was that we already had these collaborative tools available to us. Yeah, that's huge. Um, <clears throat> there's there's this thing called ERG theory um, <laughs> about uh, human motiva uh, motivation in the workplace or just human, excuse me, human motivation. And it's this okay. idea that it's uh, existence for E. Uh, R is relatedness and um, G is growth, right? And the relatedness part is the idea that all three are very, very important. They're interrelated and your employees are thinking about all three at the same time. Uh, trying to give like the 50,000 very, very quick elevator ex uh, explanation of this, but well done. what I'm getting at is <laughs> relatedness, right? The ability to collaborate when you're suddenly disrupted and everyone's working from home. Yeah. I mean, man, that's just indispensable. Yeah. It absolutely was. And also the, just the platform itself, there's so many other pieces of the share and perform portion of the platform, the engagement form of the uh, portion of the platform. Our giving and volunteering is right there on the same page, so accessible. You know, our, our recognition <clears throat> right there, same yeah. page. You know, you're seeing everybody's birthdays are on there, their work anniversaries. They're, we're, you know, posting, you know, what happened at virtual yoga the week before and some nice pictures from home. Like it's all, it's all happening on there. And it's just, it's creating that sense of community, which in turn, I think creates that sense of belonging that folks are looking for, um, especially when they're remote. I love it. Virtual yoga. Is that when you, is that where you don't actually have to do the yoga? <laughs> <laughs> if you're <laughs> you'll actually do the yoga, I participate at once. <laughs> I've done yoga. You actually before. do do the yoga, but I think you can cheat if you turn off your camera. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wouldn't be fair. Uh, <laughs> um, Lena, the uh, question for you: um, How has all of this affected alignment between marketing and sales at ISOL? Yeah, so we 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 spoke extensively <clears throat> about sales and marketing synergy. I've been very very passionate about that, probably for my whole entire career. Because um, so I actually in one of my sessions this morning, I said, I get along with sales 29 days um, out of the month. And there's <laughs> one day, the last day of the month, <laughs> that we allow each other not to get along. But um, the when speaking of the pandemic specifically, and when we're talking about the positive and the negative side of the pandemic, I did see a shift on the sales and marketing side. And it was the in-person events, uh, not just uniquely to a conference, but the trade shows or the meetings that we had in the office, sales and marketing, especially sales, I do believe that they breathed that in-person uh, mm. communication. So I saw a shift on what do we do? Are we communicating as much as we are supposed to communicate with them? We're not being able to communicate as much because most times when we're communicating with sales or sales is communicating with us, we're communicating through a project, but we're not building mm. relationships. So a lot of my strongest sales and marketing relationships within my career have probably happened um, when we're out, 
when we're out in the hallway talking, walking somewhere, um, and I would say, you know, here at the conference has been tremendous. So what we had to do is make that shift into the technology. So it wasn't instant that I said, oh, we should be using more of share and perform. But immediately I said, I feel like we have to over communicate with sales today. And it's not just meeting in person, it's uh, meeting virtually. It has to be attached to over communicating because everyone's in meetings and how do we build our relationship back with them so we kind of tag along with hr so anything that they were doing we will try to tag along with them they they have like amy mentioned like the virtual yoga will help us out and then just talk to sales about it are you going are you not going let's just go and we will yeah. start we start building our relationships that way but i do believe share perform still today helps us tremendously with our relationship with them we actually have determined that we did over communicate with them they got to a point they're like you're spending me too much no. <laughs> uh, but it, so I would say initially there was a negative impact within the pandemic. So we yeah. shift into using our technology and then we saw the shift into positive. And yeah. I've seen the reward of that at the conference. So some of my long lasting relationships, I felt like I just saw them. I Some of them, I just saw them for the first time in two years. And I feel like I just saw them yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. That's that, that's when you know you're doing it right. I know we're we're running out of time, and there's one thing I want to get to very quickly. And this question is for both of you, and maybe Amy can go first. Here is just this this um, this integrate. It, it's just it's inevitable the integration of the employer brand and the customer brand. Yes. Uh, the internal brand and the external brand. Well, the internal brand has the external expression, uh, but then there's the you know the customer brand. So. I'm overcomplicating this. How have the employer brand and customer brand, that's just the analyst and the analyzing everything, but (laughs) employer brand and customer brand, how have they played off of each other? Because this has been a real transformation. Um, You know, this, I mean, I will just say super quick that it's, this is, this is really sage savvy um, uh, approach for, for iSolved, you know, to combine the two being an ACM vendor. It really has. And that's what I was just going to say, Britt. The external brand is the internal brand. Like we don't have a separation in branding. We're all externally, we are about improving our customer's employee experience. Mm -hmm. And internally, we're about improving our employee experience. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) There is no separation there. It's absolutely coordinated and collaborated and it's done on, on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's strengthened our business as a result. I think there's no confusion about what we're about. Um, it's allowed us to kind of get behind it and move forward, I think, a lot faster because the employees are projecting it to our customers, mm-hmm. but they also live it every day. Yeah. Uh, and that's really, I think, been part of the difference here in getting the show on the road so quickly and watching the boulder roll down the hill, right, and gain momentum and <laughs> uh, it's so efficiently. I, I just love it, you know, that this just this this idea that it's all one brand. It, it makes complete sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lena, any thoughts? I mean, as long as your employees are breathing the brand and bleeding the pink, <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to have to get you like a pink jacket or something. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear it. As long as your employees are speaking of that brand and the experience, it just translates. Uh, It's seamless, actually. So um, 
the sense of community is not community just uniquely to our customers. Mm -hmm. It's a sense mm -hmm. of community within our brand here, but we are all part of the same brand. So we did release here at the conference, uh, People Hear Us, which is our new advocacy program. If we had talked about this a year ago, I would have told you we were not ready for it. Mm -hmm. So, but today we were ready to launch it because we have built that sense of community here internally, and we were ready to do it externally too, because our customers are leaving the brand obviously they're wearing the pink at a session so i'm guessing they are but uh that was probably what i would say is um it's being able to have that brand but that sense of community where your customers are part of your community and you're part of theirs yeah oh i love it it's all good stuff i saw it's doing really really important exciting things in the market and i'm as it's glad to have you both on the HR Tech Chat video podcast. Thank you so much. It's been a fantastic conversation, fantastic conference. I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to uh, tomorrow's uh, activities as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brent. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.